ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my shows into all the apps people listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to each one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading you this ad. My podcast host and I, we live all over the United States and Anchor allows us to sound like we're in the same room. So while everyone is all quarantined in from this cor- this coronavirus, we can continue with business as usual and keep bringing you great shows. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Remember, I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey everybody, it's Faye and welcome to another episode of Naturally Unbothered. I'm Shari. I'm Lisa. I'm Ebony. And our guest tonight is none other than Goddess Erica. Hello. Hi Goddess Hey. (laughs) Welcome. We are so excited to pick your brain tonight. (laughs) And I am very excited to talk. So I know everybody is wondering, Goddess Erica, well, Goddess Erica is a lifestyle dom who has built a career um, on her passion for kink, tantra, and power exchange. By Mm. day, she is a sexuality-focused empowerment coach and an orgasmic birth doula. Both individuals and couples as they explore kink, gender, polyamory, and radical self-love at every stage of their sexual journey by night she uses kink and dominations as a means to express her spirituality and connect with her partners so she is a dominatrix y'all <laughs> Ooh, that sounded delicious <laughs> yes 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 we are so excited for you to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. I am excited to be here too. Oh, so, this is, I mean, awesome. So, for our cast update question, I want to know when is the last time you've been spanked? Ooh, Lisa. Ooh. Or Erica, goddess. Goddess Erica first. Yeah, she should I yes. go first? Yes. You're okay. The so, I generally don't get spanked. As uh, the dominant in most of my relationships, um, I'm usually the one doing the spanking. Yes. Um, but yesterday I did have a little morning quickie with my husband and he did kind of slap my bottom a little bit. So I can just say yesterday. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Lisa? Long time. Too long. I can't even remember. Oh, that's tragic. 
I know, and right? <laughs> there was no slapping on the ass this weekend, Lisa. No. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Throw the whole man away. <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> I'm going to say I was in Target yesterday. Mm-hmm. And someone just decided to give me a good one-two tap on the bottom. That would be my husband. Oh, so, that's yeah. that's nice. It's it was been nice. A couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been spanked, but that's because I'm nowhere near anyone to spank my ass right now. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so, Goddess, you said you were married. I am. Oh I my gosh, married. I cannot wait to the questions part of this because you're married <laughs> I, and I you're a dominatrix. Yes. That was like, woo, woo. <laughs> yes, I need to be able to incorporate that into my life. So. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't talk about it on uh, Instagram very much, but um, yes, I am married. Yes. Because yes. I, I went to a BDSM class um, because we, we decided that as a team, you know, we talk about a lot of sex, but we needed to start digging into and learning more about the actual different types of kinks. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, was in Portland, Oregon, and I was like, I'm going to go to a BDSM class. And I just really thought it was just going to be handcuffs, whips, chains and all that stuff. And it was not. It oh, was no, there's not. so much more to it. <laughs> it was way more to it. It was a whole learning experience. I had to learn about consent. I had mm-hmm. to learn about all kinds of stuff. And I was not prepared. I was like, well, when is somebody going to get choked out? Like, <laughs> People do get choked out. But lots of precautions around that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but it was the business part first and so I, I didn't know there was a business part and people that that aren't a part of the lifestyle they would never know that they are going to be thinking the same naive way that I was thinking yeah there's layers to it there's definitely layers to it definitely yes. layers well goddess because you have such a lovely girl six sex talk voice <laughs> The game that I picked for us to play is like so appropriate for your voice. Mm. <laughs> so the name of this game is called Talk Dirty to Me. All right. All right. So the, the object of the game is you're going to pick a number between one, 1 to 15 and whatever person or item I describe, you have to seduce it and talk dirty to it. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. Pick a number one through 15. I will choose seven. So you must talk dirty to a man or a woman who's covered in shit. Mm, You dirty boy. How did you get so much shit on you? How? And who's going to clean it up? You are. Because I don't lift a finger around here. So get your dirty ass into the shower and scrub up. Yes, goddess. Thank you, God. Oh my gosh. What? I was about to go hop in the shower real quick. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you were in full control on that one. Yes. <laughs> I was like, but I'm not even shit. dirty. Go clean that shit up. You gonna clean it up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Ebony, you're next. You know my number's 13. Let's go. All right, 13. I need you to talk dirty to your father-in-law. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love your father-in-law, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because he talks dirty to you every time he sees you. So, let's see. <laughs> um, hey, father-in-law. Um, do you want a drink of this nice Seagram's gin in the bottle? in the bottle like I know it's your fave come have a sip like yeah that's as good as I can go with that I can't <laughs> I've never felt more uncomfortable than having to do that game can, can I interject with a with a, a quick uh, anecdote sure. <laughs> yes. go ahead please um, do so I actually have a, a story for that my, my father-in-law um, looks like a an older version, an older photocopy of my, my husband. Um, and there was this one time a few years ago uh, where my uh, husband was in the living room with me. My father-in-law was in the, the kitchen and my husband had walked away to the kitchen and I get up to follow him. And it looked like he was um, standing with his back uh, facing me and the, uh, the linen cabinet, you know, getting a towel or something. And I just kind of strolled past him and gave his ass a good squeeze. And I walked into the kitchen and I see my husband standing in the kitchen. I had groped my father-in-law. <laughs> what did oh he say? What what was his response? <laughs> it was pretty awkward. It was pretty awkward. He, I, I think he liked it. <laughs> it was awkward. It was definitely awkward. Does he tease you about it now? He, he doesn't. He's a very kind man. So he doesn't. <laughs> every time, every my father time in law. Walk past yes. me, I'll be like, hey, Erica, you want to squeeze my ass? <laughs> I was about to say, my father in law would not let me live that down at all. That would be the talk at every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, every Easter, every place. Oh my goodness, I'd be mortified. <laughs> I'm still pretty mortified. Though. Yes, oh my I would. I would have been mortified too. I would have been like, "Oh shit! I just squeezed your dad's ass. I'm so sorry." <laughs> you tell your husband. So sorry. Oh yeah, I told him. <laughs> I thought it was great. That's funny. All right, Lisa, pick the number: no seven, no thirteen. Uh, let's go with eight. I need you to talk. Sexy and dirty to a vibrator. Mm. Hey, sexy vibrator. You want to have fun with me tonight? Sure you do. I'm just going to take and rub the side of you and take this little button that you have. And I'm going to move it up. And then you're going to do something real special for me. You're going to start making some noise. You're going to start moving. And then I'm going to let you get a taste of my vagina. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Lisa's been practicing. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was yeah. an easy one. It was easy. <laughs> that should have been fine. Because y'all know I suck at this game. Y'all pick a number for me. We'll let Eric Two. Erica pick it. Yeah. Picking eleven. Would you say eleven? Eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Okay. So mine is the shower head. <laughs> I like the shower head. Yeah. 
I just had experience with the shower head, like. I know, but y'all know ago. I don't know how to talk sexy, mm-hmm. so this is just gonna be interesting. At least it ain't the last time. The last time I got an old man with a pissy diaper, so yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I was listening to that podcast. That yeah. yeah, that was pretty. Fun. It was pretty pathetic. <laughs> I mean, I don't pride myself in talking dirty. So, all right, let's go. Well, go for it. You're trying to yes. Okay. So. I've been waiting all day long just to feel your jets up against my skin. I just wanted to feel you pulsating up against my I wanted to feel your jets just jetting in me. Ooh, Mr. Showerhead. That's all I got. <laughs> That's pretty good. Like, Ooh, yeah. Mr. Showerhead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. good. I'm gonna be honest. I thought that was pretty it was good. Really? <laughs> you're becoming a pro at it. Yeah, you're getting so, better. Uh, I'm getting better. Yes, practice makes I'm, perfect, I honey. Sweating. Why well, I got nervous? <laughs> or excited? <laughs> See, either way, you're right. Could be right. Could be right. All right, so Goddess Eric, we have got to ask the question that is burning now that you told us that you are married. How is it yeah, possible sure. for you to be this dominatrix and also have your spouse to support you? Um, well, my husband and I have been together for 16 years. And um, we've been married for, uh, this is going to be 12 in September. Mm-hmm. And um, we opened our relationship about six years ago. And we're polyamorous. So mm-hmm. um, he has a, a girlfriend. I have um, two additional uh, partners. Um, and the the dominatrix side of things, if... Um, if we, even if we weren't polyamorous, um, the, the dominating side of things doesn't have to take a sexual turn. I just have the liberty of being able to, to kind of sprinkle that into my play if mm-hmm. I want to, mm-hmm. um, because of our, um, our open marriage arrangement. Okay. That's awesome. So can you, can you do us a favor and just explain sure. to our followers what a polyamorous is? Yes. So polyamorous, um, the term means many loves. Um, and polyamory is um, essentially when uh, you are a person who believes that, uh, that your capacity to give love to sexual partners um, is unlimited. So, um, and, and honestly, it doesn't have to be sexual partners. Some people, uh, partner as asexuals some people um you know partner for for companionate uh reasons but um essentially what it means is that uh you are free to uh, make connections with as many people or as few people as you like um so my husband and i are in a, a married arrangement. So we're kind of like anchor partners. Right. And um, we have uh, secondary partners, but um, we don't like to treat it as, uh, as like a, a 
tiered kind of system. Everyone's kind of on the same level. Um, so my, my other partner isn't um, my second. He's just, you know, part of the, the whole, we call it a polycule. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. So, how- so you're all in one relationship, basically, with each other. Um, Emotionally, emotional, emotionally, um, but um, metamors. So part people's um, my partner's partner doesn't necessarily have to have a direct relationship with me. It's always, you know, best if it's a a relationship that is at least, uh, you know, um, amicable (laughs) when uh, when you're together. Um, but you don't have to, like, I, I don't sleep with my, my husband's girlfriend. We, we don't date. Um, but you know, she, you know, comes around, we, um, go out on group outings together and things like that. And it's, you know, it's perfectly normal or it feels perfectly normal. Awesome. So how did you get started being a dominatrix? Uh, okay. Um, well, it, it, I guess you can start it with when I, when my husband and I opened our relationship six years ago, um, we started uh, dating other people. And I noticed a kind of a trend with uh, the, the vanilla men that I was meeting. Um, vanilla meaning non, non-kinky mm-hmm. for your listeners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I would hear that I'm intense or I, I'm aggressive. And it was never expressed with a with a, a negative tone, but there was definitely you know something behind um, those comments that that felt like it wasn't usual. And I'm not aggressive; I'm just direct. Mm. Um, but that kind of freaks some people out. So um, you know, at the same time, I wasn't really satisfied with my experiences either. Like dating apps, um, you know, you meet guys who you know like come at me super disrespectful. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want to objectify my features or, you know, you know, say any damn thing to me, you know, like questioning the health of my marriage, talking about how, you know, they never share me and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it is, it's just disrespectful. Right. Um, you know, it's hard out there. <laughs> um, but uh, I was complaining about it to one of my friends and they were like, you know, girl, you're 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 dominant. You need a submissive man. And I'm like, come again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I ended up joining uh, FetLife, which is a social networking site for kinky people. Okay. Um, and it, it was it was kind of a game changer for me. I, I entered the community, and you know, the the culture is I find it to be um, so much healthier um, than the vanilla culture for dating. Um, there's a um, the, and, and this is not to say that that there aren't pockets of of you know people not exactly doing it the most healthy way, but there is a, a generalized culture of consent. Um, you you don't touch people uh, without asking. You don't. Um, it's polite. It's it's considered incredibly polite to ask someone if you can give them a compliment um, because that's essentially objectifying someone. Right. Um, okay. You know you. Uh, are very clear about what it is that you want um, from a, a situation, from a, a person. There's no dancing around things. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting because uh, you would think that it's, um, you know, kind of a buzzkill or, or kind of takes the, the mood out of a situation to ask permission to even do something like kiss someone. But it can be so incredibly hot. If you are sitting across or sitting next to someone and you've been vibing with each other all night, and you just look them in the eye and you say, 
can I kiss you? It's, 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 uh, I don't know. I love it. So now I only date submissive men. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But the, the business portion of that is um, that I decided to make a career out of this. Um, I worked in advertising for 15 years, um, but I always wanted to write about sex. Uh, I was a, a copywriter. Um, I know people are always coming to me, asking me about sex, ask, you know, uh, different relationship stuff, things in the bedroom, you know, because they, they knew that I, I always had answers. Um, and I, I thought, how can I turn this into, you know, essentially, I thought I was going to turn it into a side hustle. Um, and then two years ago, I decided that I wanted to become a, a birth doula. Um, so I went through training to do that. And uh, last year, I just decided to, to take the plunge. So I, I left my, my career and I lost my businesses as Goddess Erica. And I used my experience in the kink community and my experience with, you know, all things sexual, all things Tantra um, from my, my personal relationships and from um, things that I had read and people that I had come in contact with. And, you know, I launched myself as a, a, a sex positive uh, coach. Awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah, like congratulations on stepping out on faith and just doing what you being, like, being a strong woman. Yes, being true to yourself. That's so awesome. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. So, Ebony, you gonna ask the next question? I'm. <laughs> I'm. This this conversation is so much better than what I anticipated it being. So thank you for like just like educating us because oh. it's my brain is turning. Like, how can I get this man to submit to me like all the time? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I got a coaching program for that. So you know, yeah. you hit me up later. Okay, so how, many so how was... do you have? Sorry, Ebony. Okay. Um oh. <laughs> Uh, so slaves, I do not use the term uh, slave. Um, I'm really, as a writer, I'm, I'm really big about language, but also in the kink community, um, it's really important like what words you use um, because it can communicate where you, you okay. stand on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, slave for me is a term that uh, comes mm-hmm. with a lot of cultural baggage. So I I just choose not to use it. Some people do. There there are are black masters who have slaves, and there are black slaves, and to each their own. I don't yuck anybody's yum. Um, you know, everybody is free to 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 do them. But when it comes to me, um, I I choose to call my my submissives servants or worshippers or followers or devotees. Mm. Um, you know, uh, usually I just, I call people my, my, my servants or my subs. Okay. Um, but I have, uh, to answer the question of how many I have, sorry, okay. I might've gotten up no, on, that's a, fine. on a tangent there. No, yeah, we... I do. Sometimes. Um, I have five that I play with on a regular basis. Um, there are some other people who I, I've got a rapport with that, um, if I see them at a, a, like a, a kink party or an event, um, I might do some pickup play with. Um, but of the five, I have um, my gimp, and he is 
he's whatever I want him to be. <laughs> he's uh, he's my domestic servant, my chauffeur, my whipping boy, my sex toy, you name it. He he does everything. My gimp is is pretty fantastic. I mean, that's that's kind of what gimping is. Um, mm-hmm. You just kind of they just do what you expect them to do. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's living <laughs> up to it. <laughs> wow. Um, I've got um, an ugly boy, and he's my trample servant. Um, sometimes I call him my carpet or rug. Um, I've got uh, little Nick, and he's my massage servant. Um, Beast is my sex toy, and uh, Tammy is a good friend of mine who um, also submits to me. Um, she came out as trans a couple years ago, and I helped her with uh, kind of transitioning into her femininity. Did you say Beast is your sex he toy? Like it with a name like that, yes, he, he needs to be a sex toy. <laughs> Um. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. This he is a he's a big hairy oh. man, and uh, he is a fantastic. Oh my gosh! Oh, he's oh, the, so he's the one in the picture. Uh, no, he is not actually. That is the, the that is my other hairy <laughs> person. That's my, my oh, guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my guess is also yes, very I was hairy. like, how does she do it? Because I can't I like stand hair. Much. How you do it? I, you know, I feel like my, my husband might have, um, you know, made me more inclined towards it because when I was younger, I wanted the bare chest. I didn't want, you know, shave that shit. <laughs> um, and then I met my, my husband and he has a hairy chest, but his, his chest hair is kind of soft and, you know, it's fun to play with and, you know, kind of okay. got me hooked. And ever since then, like I, my head just kind of turns All for right. hairy men. Fair so. enough. <laughs> Because when I saw him in the picture, I showed Emmy, we both was like, hell no. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I was was praying. I was praying to God. I met my husband online. And the one thing I just knew, I was like, please, Lord, do not let me have a hairy back. Please. I'm not going to be able to do it. (laughs) And he does not. So. Oh, man. There's something about running your fingers through hair when you're gripping someone's back. I don't know. You got to try it. Look, I am not knocking it. Look, we're, look. <laughs> we're not going to yuck your yum. At <laughs> all. <laughs> it is definitely a quiet taste. It is definitely yes. a quiet well, taste. You had a question and I interrupted you. Go ahead and ask your question. You Sorry. did. How rude. Um, dang. Okay, so my question was how would someone select you or do you have a resume or reference? Like how, how does that work? Um, so first of all, submissives don't select me. I select them. It is an honor to serve me. Okay. Um, you better say that. And, (laughs) and, uh, as far as a resume, it's not, there's not really a paper resume, um, my, right. my reputation is my resume word of um, mouth. in the community. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely word of mouth, um, you know, in the kink community, because it's, it's still considered such a, a fringe part of society and people see the things that we do as, as potentially being dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, are very, um, are very big, very keen on, uh, kind of self-policing. And so if there's someone who's doing things that, uh, can put other people in danger, or that can, you know, be considered as uh, abusing people's, you know, boundaries or consent, then that person usually gets very quickly expelled from the community. They're not someone that's going to get a glowing reference when um, you, you know, you ask around about them. 
And that's something that that people should do. If you are looking to play with someone, um, you should always, always, always make sure that um, you talk to someone that they've played with before that you um, if you're on FET, go through their 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 photos or their friend list and and see if you can reach out to, to people and uh, really find out what kind of character um, that they are. Another way to to um, to get a, a good handle on the the character of a person is to see what kind of events they're going to. Go to the events, talk to the people who are there, talk to that person in, in person while there's there's other people around just to get a better feel because it's all about safety. And I think I went off on no, a tangent no, again, so I'm sorry. Yeah, because so. when I took the class, <laughs> that is one of the things they were talking about. They were talking about people, um, mm -hmm. you know, don't be afraid to go to places and ask around because you'll be surprised at mm -hmm. how many people know the person that you are about um even the submissives as well exactly. like sometimes the doms don't want to deal with a submissive because mm -hmm. of certain things that are certain aspects that they change in the middle of you know one of the sessions so i mean no you didn't go on a tangent it's and it's true because I, I i'm telling you when and i came back and told the ladies like we had a whole episode about it i was like guys i'm in shock <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to it. And yeah, you make a very good point about the submissives, particularly if you're talking about male submissives to female doms, um, because you can have uh, men who um, will paint themselves as submissives uh, as a way to get in with a, a woman and and then try to flip this the, the script. So it's always very, very important to to make sure that that a person is vetted, um, whether they're submissive. So or another question mm -hmm. um, that we have is, when you do it, are you doing it for pay? Are you doing it for pleasure? Are you doing it for both of them? I um, am what uh, some people call a lifestyle dom, which means that I do not dom for for pay. Um, the reason that I don't is is purely because um, of the emotional aspect that I, I put into the, mm -hmm. the type of scenes that mm -hmm. I do. Um, but as a as a life coach, um, I do have a, a segment where I do dominance training, uh, where I train uh, women to be um, more dominant. Um, and I will also uh, train men to be submissive and how to, um, to submit to the, the feminine divine. Um, and so through that, there can be some elements of, of uh, play that can be added into the, the program as part of the, the training. Uh, but generally speaking, um, I do not, uh, you know, play for So since you money. don't play for money, do you allow them to gift you if they want to? Uh, <laughs> yes, gifts are always nice. <laughs> uh, I I do not uh, generally request anything um, in the and I know that some uh, doms uh, will uh, have uh, Amazon uh, wish lists and um, mm. you know gift lists that they can um, that people can make a, um, purchases for. Um, for me, it's you know I would prefer a tip. Cold heart cash is, is great. You don't have to buy me things. Um, you know, so uh, usually I allow people to take okay. me through Venmo. Okay. So as a dominatrix, do you yourself have your own like 
um, consent, your own rules. Like, I know that, like, um, you know, in the beginning, you have to set, you know, different boundaries and things that you're, that the submissive can and cannot do. Are there things that you won't allow someone Mm -hmm. to do to you? Like, you can't touch me. Like, what are your rules? What are your... Okay. Okay, so I, I heard a couple things in there. The The first one is I want to clear up the, the difference between um, consent rules and um, and what uh, are general, generally okay. referred to as protocols. Um, consent rules, there, there's only one consent rule, and that is uh, clear and enthusiastic consent. Um, you, you just don't cross hard limits because that's how trust is eroded. Um, Anything else is is essentially abuse. Um, so when it comes to consent, again, like I said, in the the community, consent is is a, a big uh, kind of uh, piece of the groundwork of of being able to to play safely. Um, consent is a, a clear yes, and there are situations where people will play in uh, consensual non consent. I am. Um, are you familiar with that? I told you guys about it, but go ahead, tell them again. Okay. <laughs> Okay, consensual non-consent <laughs> is, is essentially where you've uh, you've uh, negotiated with someone that you trust, hopefully, um, uh, to uh, ignore your nose. So, um, what that sometimes that, that ends up playing out as a as a rape fantasy, but it can also play out um, in any number of things. It can be um, you know uh, predicaments. Um, you know, pushing people's pain thresholds, um, you know, making people feel uncomfortable or um, humiliation. Um, but uh, those are all things that if it's um, looking like it's non-consensual, it's probably because it's been negotiated that there's a very specific safe word mm. um, um, to stop the, uh, what looks like the abuse. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's what I want to clear up about consent. So back to protocols. Um, protocols are um, essentially the the rules and the frameworks that you use um, during a a scene or a session. And um, for for me, I like to uh, set up a, a a protocol for. Um, behavior for dress code for um, you know where and when they can stand or sit um, but uh, protocols in, in, in general are are used to uh, kind of set expectations um, my protocols change based on the the scene that is happening and who I'm playing with so if I'm doing a worship scene with my my gimp, then um, it's probably going to look a little bit different than um, a trample scene with my ugly boy. Um, but generally speaking, my uh, protocols tend to require um, silence. Um, they are only allowed to to say yes, goddess, or thank you, goddess. Um, if I'm doing an impact scene. Um, for uh, for any hard strikes that I, I give someone, um, I'm going to uh, kind of warn them with a, I'm going to say breathe, and they're going to feel the strike, 
um, or they're going to uh, take a, a, a breath, they're going to feel the strike, and then they're going to say, thank you, goddess. So they're going to thank me for, for the strike. Um, I uh, sometimes have protocols for uh, where someone can sit. Um, I have a standing protocol with all of my submissives that I am never to have to exert myself. You carry my bags, you open my doors. Um, I don't drive when I'm with my subs. Um, and when we're at dinner for some of them, um, I'm going to order what you eat. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it really just depends on the, the, the relationship or the dynamic that, that I have. Uh, with a person. Um, but those are some of the, the general protocols that uh, you are living Ebony's place. life. Like Ebony wants to be a dominatrix <laughs> so bad. Oh my God. You over here taking notes. You have no I'm idea. You. <laughs> um, my brain is like blown. My mind is blown. You have no idea. So, that so I'm to, living vicariously yeah, through you right now. Advice to someone like Ebony, who really is a very dominant person who aspires to be a domination, but has no clue how to get into it. Okay. Um, so the first thing that I would suggest is um is to have a conversation with the person that you uh would like to play this out with um what uh usually what it's called is a is a negotiation um and the negotiation is is a is a, a conversation that you have with uh someone that is you know that you're interested in playing with and hopefully they're interested in at least you know hearing things out and and you know wanting to kind of participate too i'm assuming that um you'd be wanting to approach your husband yeah i would have to because if yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the that's the 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 boundaries right there that's uh, and totally understood um but you know you you could go to him and honestly if if you want i can send you a list of questions that you can can ask him but usually the questions go through um you know what uh uh side of the the slash is what it's called so what part of the power dynamic do you feel most comfortable in um and it's it's often important to ask what what side of the slash do you feel uh you are kind of tuning into right now because it can fluctuate and by side of the slash I mean um the the d Mm -hmm. slash s um kind of a thing (laughs) um d for the is the big letter it's it's dominant and s is the little letter and it's it's for submissive um it can also uh kind of uh connotate uh, whether or not you are feeling like a, a top or a bottom. So that's someone who's giving sensation versus um, receiving sensation. Um, and so you kind of ask, do you feel topish or bottomish? Do you feel more dominant or more submissive? Um, and then you, you know, kind of ask questions about, you know, are there things that you fantasized about that maybe you've been afraid of, of um, you know, asking for, is there something that you're curious about? Are there things that you absolutely never want to do? Are there things that kind of gross you out? Um, you know, and, and you provide those answers too. So you're, you're hearing what they're saying. You're giving um, your portion of, of, the, of the answers. And 
Um, you, you talk about uh, what it looks like when something feels good, what it looks like when something doesn't feel good. And, and by what it looks like, I mean, like, what, what is your body language saying? Um, because, you know, you can be saying, oh, baby, that feels good. But your, your, your face is mm-hmm. saying something else, you know, um, but maybe your face is saying something else, but it still feels good. You know, I, I cry sometimes when I, you know, get really, really into a scene. Um, and it doesn't mean that I want to stop. It doesn't mean that I'm not liking it. doesn't mean that I'm upset. Like, it's just an emotionally intense kind of situation. Um, but you wouldn't know that if I didn't say that during a negotiation. So just so you know, I'm, I'm going to cry right. sometimes, <laughs> um, you know, um, but you, you, you know, ask a bunch of questions and from there you kind of see which things uh, are compatible. So maybe, you know, he doesn't want to be dominated, but he wouldn't mind being blindfolded every now and then, you know, um, you know, maybe you don't want to be uh, dominant all the time and maybe you want to, you know, feel a little submissive and, you know, some people uh, like to play into, um uh, dynamics like um, big and little. So, you know, um, there are people who identify as princesses and they, they get taken care of and they have, uh, you know, cartoons that they like to watch and stuffies that they like to, to you know, snuggle with and they're very cared for by their, their dominance. Um, you know, those are, are things that can be teased out of a conversation that you probably wouldn't even know. And it's also just really great for, um, you know, having a, a conversation with your, your husband that um, kind of teases into parts of his mind that you probably hadn't even Awesome. Thought please existed. email that list. Give me a good eight yeah, months. Yeah, please, um, please email that Yo. list. <laughs> I will absolutely. Um, I want to say it was back in maybe November. We took a test to kind of see yes. what type of kink were, were, were we actually, not the kink, dominant. Whether we were dominant or submissive. Yeah. And so I know Lisa was a switch. Um, Ebony was dominant. I was dominant. And I mm. think um and uh uh Julian was submissive. Mm. All of us were yeah, like was... voyeurs. Okay. Um, all of us were voyeurs, like <laughs> but we took my thing, my my saying <laughs> something about mommy yes, and yes, daddy right? being like they call mommy and stuff. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. And mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. I was um, rigor. Yeah. I was a rigor. I think yeah, Ebony was a rigor. Lisa was rigor. I think we all had like some mm-hmm. rigor characteristics. Mm. And uh, yeah, so hey, I mean, yes. people it was up. fun because <laughs> I that. didn't tell them the basis of it. I was just like, go on this, go on this website, be as honest as possible, and then just answer the questions and send me the results because they had no clue. Because I was like, if I tell them, they're gonna think about mm. it. So, you know, it was really fun. So we kind of figured out kind of, you know, what we really were. And it was so funny because the guy that was on our show, he was like, oh, I'm I'm this, I'm alpha, I'm this. But everything that all of his answers were all submissive answers, <laughs> everything. We were like, oh, no, buddy. Yes. And after that, we were like, what's <laughs> Oh, he was fighting it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. Yes. He was fighting it. <laughs> we were like, "You're not He <laughs> needs to come to the dark side. Being a submissive man is is you know. Well, I I want to just um, I don't know. Give a shout out to uh, all the submissives out there listening in your audience. Um, 
submissive people are yes. so incredibly mm-hmm. yes um and it's it it's such a misnomer um because people think that you know as a submissive you you must be weak of will or you know just like being pushed around but it takes so much self-confidence to allow someone else to make decisions for you it takes self-confidence but it also takes a Mm -hmm. an an unprecedented amount of trust in the person that you're giving that power to um so again to submissives you know they're my my fullest of respect um you know as a dominant um is, i couldn't is do your it. Husband <laughs> i don't like giving up control which is why i'm a dom i, I so. figured when you said you only submissive, i was like her husband clearly probably isn't, isn't submissive at all and then i wanted to ask you too <laughs> is not, your husband no. younger or older than you okay okay he is two so years you still kind of fall in the same category he, is he african-american mm-hmm. or is he a different culture okay he is, awesome. okay. it's not he's polish and the reason why i ask that and it's not to stereotype but i just know that mm-hmm. sometimes african-american men have a tendency to just fall into um a certain mentality about certain things mm-hmm. and i've dated outside of um african american so i i i get them seeing it from a different angle mm-hmm. but um and i'm going to get a little bit political just just a little tiny smidge political it is a um a privilege uh to be able to uh relinquish uh power as a as a white mm-hmm. man because you right. have ultimate power. You walk out yes. into the world right. and all the power is bestowed upon you. Um, but as a, as a black man, you have so little power in this society that um, the, the thought of giving it over um, in a, a playful situation or a kinky situation or a relationship um, kind yep. of dynamic it, yeah, it's a, a yeah, harder pill to swallow. It's a, a harder help to get over. But it's not to say that there aren't. Yeah, and and that's not to say that there aren't uh, submissive black men in the community. There there are, um, but it definitely uh, can sometimes come with uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of of a hang up with uh, you know kind of reconciling with who and what you are because it's it's not a a decision that you make. It's it's really yeah, just right. kind of how you're wired on the inside. Um, you know, I, I don't think that that if, you know, you, you know, people who switch are, are fantastic. But, you know, if you are leaning heavily to one side or the other, it's, it's kind of hard to, to. I am dating someone who is submissive and I am, a, I am a alpha female supreme and it is so hard to scale it back. Scale it back because mm. if I don't scale it back, hmm. it's. It, he won't stand a chance and it's really bad. So I do scale it back. They'll tell hmm. you, they'd be like, calm it down, calm it down. <laughs> but I do date some of the but he knows that so maybe you should have a conversation with him okay about with it, it because like, it can okay be something that you, he doesn't, he doesn't see my dominance as anything that is like intimate or anything. He knows that that's how I am. It's not overbearing okay to him. with it. 
it's weird, but he's okay mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> but but if you if you're scaling back, then maybe you have a conversation with him um, and see if you just bring that into the bedroom. All and all other parts of your relationship, kind of leave it alone and and be let it be where it is right now. But if you want to go full tilt and you know see where it goes, you you might end up having now this, with the uh, sex, an incredibly delicious experience. Now you're speaking yeah, my love language. In the, incredibly in the, delicious yeah, in and the stuff. sexual in the sexual realm. He allows <laughs> me to be completely dominant with everything. But I do have to scale it back. I have to scale it back in our mm. setting. But in the in the bedroom, it is one hundred percent. He just was like, mm. you know, it's whatever. I mean, okay, that's what we doing. All right, you know. So yeah, he he he's he don't have he ain't told me a safe. Make word sure you have a safe so. word. <laughs> <laughs> ask him ask him for one Discussion. demand it of him you just send the list when you send the list order you you a safe word. Have to go through the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. fair enough all yeah, right that show is just gonna be about going through <laughs> yes. that list we gonna go we're the going show is just gonna, gonna be about going through the list <laughs> yes right, so yes thank you for sharing it all of this with us goddess erica like this has been most enlightening like you are freaking awesome amazing yes it has uh ebony say thank you come on you got a question you got got okay ladies i have a question i have a writer from an ebonite okay (laughs) so this is the question she says hi ladies i am amber and i am a new listener I think your show is hilarious. I have an embarrassing issue. I refuse to climax when I have sex with my partners because I pass gas when I orgasm. No, it's not a pussy fart. It's a full ass fart. It's so embarrassing. And as a, and as a result, guys think I'm never satisfied. Well, I'm about to enter into a new relationship and I want to come. How do I get over this embarrassment? and tell him i want a serious answer from the two other ladies and then ebony and then an ebony answer thanks ladies show goddess erica you yeah, first because you're out you, yes let you answer <laughs> um so all right so my my answer is is going to um probably be i don't know i'm just gonna i'm not even gonna caveat it have a conversation. Uh, communication is Absolutely. completely lost on us in the dating world. It's, it's, it's something that um, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and, and, and say what you want or need or what you are or what you're about, it right. will set you free. Um, so, you know, if she's about to enter into this relationship with somebody and, you know, before they, they get into the bed, I advise everybody to have a conversation, to have a negotiation, mm-hmm. whether it's about kink or it's just about how you like to do it in bed. Have a conversation about what feels good, what doesn't feel good, where do you like to be touched, do you have any traumas, do you have any any hangups, are there, are there things that are kind of like, uh, might be considered weird, but like, here's where I, I want to throw in that, like, I want to have an orgasm and I, I think that you can get me there. But I want to warn you that I, I'm probably going to fart right. and make fun of it. Don't don't say it as, right. as like it's like a, like it's apologetic. It's not, you're not apologizing. You're just stating the facts. 
and and have fun with it laugh with it my i don't I, there's a a tv show and i'm going to forget the name of it but there's a a character um and uh, he calls That's a fart <laughs> you know hey you know however you gotta get over that you know write right. it off as a queef <laughs> like whatever you gotta do but but talk about it and you know because like we're, we're all adults and what's he gonna do like laugh and point you know, if he really wants to get it in with you, he's he's gonna exactly. he's gonna rough rough it through a fart, <laughs> you know, to, to get you where you yeah, need to I be. So like, don't be embarrassed absolutely. and just, just you know, communicate. The when you're having intercourse with someone and with well, a guy and a girl preferably, it could be the other way around, but definitely a guy and a girl. Um because of the way that the penis engages the in proximity to the rectum it is it i mean it just is a area that they encounter each other so it, it's not that he has you know went anal on her it's just be from the inside it just creates air she just released she orgasms so all the muscles in her body relaxes so well that it just releases so you know she takes the you know all your muscles into like full effect like she has released everything and including that orgasm and that's what comes out so yeah i agree <laughs> communicate but shit let it go girl lisa let it go get your orgasm yeah well i'm gonna i'm I'm going to piggyback on what goddess Erica and Shari stated. And that is number one, I feel like communication is extremely important inside the bed and outside the bed, but especially when, if you're going to be one with each other and she indicated that it's a new relationship, it's going to be a serious relationship. So be open be honest. And then the the other thing that I just wanted to share was I felt like the farts, you know, is a release of air. Uh, and even though she may be embarrassed by it, her communicating that to her partner, it opens up the pathway for them both to not concentrate and really think about it either. And it's just pressure. That's all it is. And it's just being released through her bottom opposed to yeah, her agree. vagina. I'll be like, bitch, come over here and let me fuck the fart out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> all right, Ebony. Give your Ebony answer. Oh, honey child, this threw me for a loop. <laughs> I do not prescri- uh, I, ooh, it's just nasty girl stop farting just throw the whole ass in the trash I can't take it it's too much flashlance Felicia airy asshole Amber pooty Patricia breaking wind Becky gassy Gail tooting Tamara dead badger Deidre I don't know what to tell you I want you to be satisfied. I want you to come, but child, you might just need to play with your toy and do get it all out beforehand and then let him do what he gonna do and hold that shit in, girl. Bitch, he's in danger, girl. Don't do it. 
Don't do it to him. Please. You can't hold Keep the gas in your ass. Hearts, period. So when I seen this question, I was like, Ebony hates people farting, period. So I knew your answer was going to be one of them. Your time. gas in your ass. <laughs> Keep your gas in your ass, please. I can't take it. I, I, I can't take it. Amber, Amber, thank you for listening to the show. But child, you need to do something with that hope. We can't do it. She, we can't do it. It's too much. Take, I mean, if it's really a real issue, it's really she's really subcon. You know, it's it's messing with her subconscious. Like she can take some gas sex or something prior to. Be no gas. Yeah, she be can no take gas something or something prior to having sex. You know, to help you know ease that. Plug that thing up. Put a butt plug in there. Hold it in, girl. Don't let that out. She could also uh, she could also consider right, yes. uh, making changes to her diet because um, if you if you have a lot of excess flatulence then it's it's probably because you're um, consuming properly. something that's not mm-hmm. digesting. Thank you, um, Goddess Erica. Properly. So getting a, a probiotic, having some yogurt, right. you know, yes. drink plenty of water. Uh, you know, make sure that you're having regular uh, bowel movements. Get that fiber. Um, and you know she may end yeah. up just completely eliminating the yeah. Stop the gas eating those cheeseburgers before having sex. <laughs> Get your life together. <laughs> yes. yes, they have no white castles. No. Do they have white castles on the south? No white yes, crystals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your life together. Change your diet. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Because I, I feel <laughs> yeah. I'm Number, gonna... please talk to your partner. <laughs> Be She's honest. Saying... Warn him. Be real about what's going Warn on, him. and Warn just him. relax. Is if he genuinely cares about you, if he genuinely cares, it's not going to be an issue. He just because there are just who have a fetish about yeah, farts. But I, I don't think this man have a fetish about farts. He just need to. She just need. The problem is she's no. Too we don't I'm really sure know that. She's just telling us I'm she's sure in bed. Don't have a fet- uh, far fetish fetish, but after he gets finished, if they're making this a relationship, he's gonna have one because he's gonna be like, "Let me see how many times I can make this bitch fart in one night." Ooh, that room is gonna be funky. I can't we, take it. They stink. Mm-mm. It could just really be pressure no, air. Pressure air doesn't have a. <laughs> it's smell. a fart. It, girl, I. Stop it. Right. Stop it. It doesn't. Okay. She just told y'all it was a whole, it was not a pussy fart. That's air. It was not that. She just said it's a whole ass, full on effect, ass symphony <laughs> fart. <laughs> it is not just something, it's not a tube like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. It was me. No, it was a full. And your grandma's in the kitchen cooking and he hears something sound like a duck. And she's like, no, nah, that was me, y'all. So, no. Not an girl, pl- no. <laughs> yeah, she... Mm-mm. No, ma'am. That is unacceptable, Amber. Unacceptable. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. If it was me <laughs> and I farted on somebody while I was working, <laughs> I would look back and be you like, thank all that you. Shit out, sir. Thank you. Come through, Goddess thank Erica. You. you brought that out. <laughs> if somebody farted, if somebody farted Good job. While he was fucking Good job. Me, I've been sitting on that all day. Thank you. 
<laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me tell. Let me tell. Let me tell y'all just a quick story. <laughs> I was into this person, the last person I was with before I got married. It was he was drinking this muscle milk. Of course, I didn't know this because he was a thin guy, and so he just let this massive. It was a symphony. It was just a symphony of farts out of. I, he, I, he thought I was asleep. I have never gotten up so fast and got my clothes and got my shit together and was like this. He was like, "You going home?" I said, "This this will be the last time you ever see me." And then I told everybody, all his friends, my friends. So in my phone, he was the farter. He's still the farter in my phone. If you listen to this podcast, you know who you are, the farter. I'm still mad at you about that. I'm still mad with your farty ass. And I hope you let that muscle milk go. That was disrespectful. This He's damn so respectful. Good. No, sir. Yes. Do you have a fun pack for us this evening? Just nasty. It's going to be all right, Ebony. Mm. Yes, I do. Fun fact for this evening is masturbation can help you fall asleep because after orgasm, your body releases calming hormones that ease you into a deep sleep. Okay. Mm. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah. So for followers who love to masturbate, put yourself to sleep. Continue to get it on with yourself. Goddess Erica. I'm going to put you to bed. Can you please bed. tell everyone how to follow you? Yes. Absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram at goddess underscore Erica. That's E-R-I-C-A. Um, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash uh, the goddess Erica that's a T-H-E goddess Erica and you can find me on awesome Twitter we at thank you so yes much for being goddess a Erica all episode. one word thank you for enlightening, enlightening us teaching us some new shit if we gonna go out into the world and use it has been a <laughs> pleasure <laughs> well I'm about to use yes we gonna thank use you. that shit I will be sending you oh, a yes. list oh, of yes. questions I'm on vacation I'm on vacation <laughs> I am on vacation this yeah, week. This so was my husband. And he's about to be submitting all week. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And we do yes. want you to come back, Goddess Erica. We want to do another yes, session with you. Awesome. I would love for Absolutely. you to do yes. you do You're your amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I do not, but I do uh, have workshops on uh, Tantra and uh, goddess worship and also on uh, orgasmic birth training as well. And those will be orgasmic birth. Uh, I need to borrow some- <laughs> yes. so I can do this training. goodness gracious this has been one of the best conversations i think we've had we don't want you to give all your because you got to still make your coins thank you yeah because we didn't get all the questions you still got to make your coins but the next time we have you we want you to give us a little (laughs) you know a lot of people don't know about tantra so i would like the next time we come we'll have you do some tantra to teach people that they don't have they don't have to come at the end of the rainbow Mm. 
Oh, no, they don't. And actually, I, I would like to plug for, for orgasm denial also. Um, orgasm denial, it's, it's, it's a tantric practice, but it's also a, a practice in, in BDSM um, where uh, a dominant can order a submissive that they are not allowed to come until they say so. Um, I, I have my uh, gimp in um, orgasm training. So uh, he's not allowed to come unless I, I tell him to. And uh, I think the last time oh, he came was probably and how often do you wow. see him? in December. Um, so, yeah. Um, it, it depends. Uh, sometimes I like if we're uh, scening and we're specifically uh, trying to, <laughs> uh, you know, get it on, <laughs> then, um, you know, it can be every couple weeks. Sometimes it's, it's not for a month or a month and a half. Uh, he lives a little bit of a distance away from me. So it's a, a little bit of traveling um, mm. involved on his part, not mine, because I don't do work. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in between, he's, he's not allowed to, no. to masturbate to orgasm either. So he, he doesn't come at all until I, I tell him to his, yes. his orgasms God belong to me. You, my new hero. <laughs> so I'd be happy yes. to talk about that. I love it. Oh my Thank goodness. You. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I can't wait. We're going to put something together. We're and I'd love to come back. Good oh, yes. Together, Goddess Erica. We're going to let you orchestrate <laughs> it and everything. We're going we gonna to let you put something together that's going to be like phenomenal for the listeners. We're going to be, we're going to be. Yes, okay, ma'am. All right. <laughs> awesome. Yes. For, for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and thank you, Goddess Erica. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. You're gonna be my sister. All right. <laughs> I look forward to it. Thank Take you. Take us to the house, girl. Take us to the house. All right. I, I look You're forward welcome. to it. Thank you, ladies. Okay, y'all. Y'all know that y'all can follow us on um IG at naturallyunbothered.com on Twitter and Facebook. You can email email us at naturallyunbothered two that's the number two at gmail.com that's naturally unbothered the number two at gmail.com leave us a message we welcome the feedback listen on apple podcast stitcher spotify anchor podcast breaker radio public and overcast make sure you subscribe rate leave a review we welcome everything that you guys do we appreciate your calls we appreciate everything that you guys do Please, Ebonites, reach out to me. I have so much advice to give. <laughs> Don't forget to tell your whole ass friends, to tell their whole ass friends to tune in to Naturally Unbothered. Thank you. And, and thank everybody for sending us the uh, one year anniversary episode. I mean, a, a little snippets. Thank you yes. guys. We appreciate it. The podcast. Thank y'all so much. And we thank everybody. We love you. Oh yeah, thank y'all for thank everybody you so who won yes. merch. Thank you for the, who won the, the merch. People, the handful of people who Absolutely. participated in getting free stuff. Like we was like, people don't want free <laughs> stuff. Y'all suck. It's free. We have over twenty two hundred listeners and five people. We were like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all special. Y'all yeah. That you don't want free stuff. Yeah. It was all men. And they were all, all penises, too, that we got hurt. Penis. So we told... 
So I told Shari that since it, if penis was going to be our following, yes. then we're going to give you great so pussy. So here's a okay. great pussy. <laughs> yes. Until next time, enjoy Cheers. this great pussy. Cheers. We're here. <laughs> Toodles. Bye. Ladies, I have something intimate to share with you. I've been experiencing small leakage every time I sneeze, cough, and exercise. You're worried about leakage? I definitely have an even more intimate problem. I suffer from a pelvic prolapse. What is a pelvic prolapse? Basically, the, the pelvic muscles in my vagina don't really hold my uterus up anymore and it kind of comes out. I actually have to put it back in before I have sex. So your vagina's falling out? It's falling out. Well, ladies, guess what? Nearly one in four women is affected by pelvic floor disorders and bladder weakness. The pelvic floor is a set of muscles. They resemble a small hammock inside your vagina, in particular, to support the bladder. That's a lot of women. Well, the designers and doctors of PeriFit have designed a Kegel exercise that has been FDA approved and it is CE certified medical device. Awesome. It's called PeriFit. It's the number one Kegel exerciser, allowing you to stay motivated with PeriFit, a Kegel training device connected to your smartphone with video games. Games, really? That's what I'm talking about. And thanks to the internal sensors that track the contractions of your pelvic floor muscles, you can see your progress. It's literally a five-minute exercise. Every day at home or any other discreet place. You can do it anywhere? Anywhere. Wow. Bring it on. That's what I'm talking about. And you get visible results in two weeks. Two weeks. It really works. Five minutes equals two weeks. And I can get my vagina back to where it's supposed to be. Absolutely. Oh, no more leakage. My way. PeriFit has been rated 4.7 stars out of 5 by its clients. So ladies, if you're tired of the same boring pelvic floor training and you want to have fun, I'm talking about some real fun, while you tighten your intimate parts, go order it right now at PeriFit.com. That's P-E-R-I-F-I-T period C-O-M. And guess what? You'll receive a 100-day trial when you use the exclusive promotional code XXX exclamation point. That's triple X exclamation? You got it. Did you say triple X exclamation? Triple X exclamation. Perifit, fewer leaks and weeks. Strengthen your pelvic floor with games.